I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met. Diamond Dallas Page started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! Took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. All right, all right. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of GDP Radio, live at GDPRadio.com, a brand new season of GDP Radio. We figured with all the fall TV debuts and all the new seasons of all the hot television shows, uh, we'd also debut our brand new season of DDP Radio that we created out of necessity after we had to take a couple weeks off. But what a perfect time for the end of the summer vacation. And uh, now we're back, recharged, ready to go, and ready to roll with a brand new season of DDP Radio live at DDPRadio.com. And uh, we're going to bring on our, my co-host uh, in just a second and also our guest. But uh, as you guys know, uh, once every season we try to do this, and it's so great to kind of kick off the season with all kinds of inspiration and wisdom from, from such an amazing guest that we've had for, for several years now. But I love the aspect of the fall forward uh, part of this because fall forward 2018, I'm calling it, because uh, no matter where you're going, we're heading into the holidays, we're heading into a lot of, uh, you know, just family and friends and food and temptations and all kinds of reasons to let yourself kind of fall into a, uh, that pattern that is so dangerous. So it's great to have Stacy and Nancy here to kind of walk us through the emotional side of the eating and also just the cold hard facts and the nutrition and all the wisdom that uh, Nancy brings to the table as well. So without any further ado, I'm going to bring on, uh, of course, our co-host. She has informed me that we currently have 174 inches of snow where she currently <laughs> resides, and she is, she is, I think, uh, 30 feet under sea level in an ice cavern so she could get a connection to us today. Um, and I'd so like to welcome to our show, of course, the one, the only, Crystal Stewart. How are you? <laughs> I'm really well. I'm not going to lie. I'm freezing, but uh, I'm I'm here and I showed up and I'm good to go. So, you know. Yay. All go right. Teams. And of course, we have uh with us again and I I know you usually come by once a season now that you're not uh co-hosting every single week with us, but we've talked to you quite a bit in the past months and it's been great to have uh you kind of back in the loop with us. And we're going to be teasing a little something next week, too, that's uh, going to bring her back to us as well. But, of course, you know her as the former full-time co-host of KDP Radio and, of course, our very special guest, as usual, uh, StacyMorris.com. And i got to tell you, going to the checkout department for the past several weeks, inspiration to look up and see Stacy Morris, and, and I'm so proud of her. And every time I look at that uh, magazine cover there in the line, 
uh, I just want to go and let everyone know in the line behind me that I know her. And, and uh, <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> by the way. The one and the only Stacey Moore. Thank you. Yay. Thanks, Mike and Crystal. It's uh, great. It's always great to be back with you. Oh, it's so great uh, you're here. <laughs> and, of course, uh, here comes the, the, the smarts of the show because – well, I say this every time, so it probably gets to be repetitive, but you're going to want to grab a pen and paper or some notes or something because you're going to get yep. some facts dropped on you because we got Nancy Guberte here from nancyguberte.com. Uh, she is a nutritionist and then about a hundred other certificates and degrees and underneath her as well. But we love having her on every, uh, every season. I think we do it now um, because you just bring so much to the table and people don't realize how much, Seasonally, our body craves, like different times of year, our body craves certain things, and we battle certain kind of uh, problems. So uh, great to have you back on as usual. Thank you so much, uh, Nancy, for coming on for our Fall Forward 2018 episode. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, we we got a lot of the ground to cover today. And I usually like to hand this over to Stacey to kind of get the conversation started because Nancy and Stacey have such a great dialogue between the two of them, and they know uh, kind of the ins and outs of, of, of what's happening right now and the latest, uh, just the latest uh, studies and tests and facts and figures and stuff. So, uh, Stacey, if you want to get us started, we'll, we'll kind of hop into a conversation. I know you guys have a few things planned to talk oh, yeah. about today as we fall forward into 2019. Let's do it. Well, like you said, Nancy, she's a wealth of information and not to disparage anyone, but, you know, some people get their latest health updates from Dr. Oz or different magazines. I get mine from Nancy because she's, she's just not in anybody's pocket or interest, but, but herself and her clients and what's, what's really best. Her biggest um, advocate is the human body. So I, I know I'm going to get the unvarnished truth, even if it's what I don't want to hear. Um, but it always benefits me. So um, since it's October and this is the month where this, uh, I think in December, I think are the all-time probably sugar-consuming high months of the year. And Nancy had mentioned to me she wanted to talk about not just healthier options with Halloween candy, but before we get to that, there's just so much new information, new and disturbing information on sugar and how it affects, I mean, diabetes and, you know, um, the, the pancreas being burnt out and fried from too much sugar is only the beginning. Um, what she's about to delve into is a little sobering, but knowledge is power. And I think it would benefit all of us to hear some of the latest stuff, Nancy. So where would you like to begin in terms of sugar and, and what's new on the horizon health-wise? Okay. And, and, again, it's great to be with you, Stacy and Crystal and Mike. So I say you. that, you know, since uh, it's Halloween and lots of people are going out to buy the candy um, I'd like to touch upon the latest research on sugar and how it's related to Alzheimer's, dementia, cognitive decline, as well as the diabetes and weight gain um, and depression and mood. Um, but I'd like to just take a second 
to look at the time of year. And this is when things start to happen in a negative downward spiral for many people's health and mood. So, you know, like it gets colder and then there's not much sun in different parts of the world, right? And there's more sugar. So it does start at Halloween where there's a larger consumption of these simple carbohydrates and lots of unhealthy ingredients in the candies. And then it just seems to then go into this snowball effect to the next holiday. Um, And that could be Thanksgiving, it could be Christmas, Hanukkah, it could be all these lovely holidays that we celebrate going right into um, New Year's. And what happens is this is where we start to see cold and flu season, and we just think that bacteria is alive during during this time or, you know, we're all enclosed in in our environments, be it at work or school, and that's why we're getting sick. But if we look at the science, the sugar really can be triggering all of this. And there's a research on this that shows once we have an overload of sugar, be it from the candy and pastries and too much of the simple carbohydrates, and we're not getting out in fresh air and exercising outdoors as well, our immune systems get affected. And then it does affect our mood. We get depressed. And we just get into this rut, and then it goes into the emotional eating as well, but there's a biomedical aspect. So I want us to think deeper when it comes to sugar as opposed to saying, yeah, sugar is no good for us. We know that. Yes, it could give us diabetes. And perhaps we don't think we'll ever get diabetes, so that's not the red flag. Um, I think lots of people don't invest in their health because they don't really see the very straightforward correlation right away. Like I'm having these um, pieces of Halloween candy and I don't feel crappy right now. I don't have a cold or the flu. I don't feel depressed right now. So they can't make the connection. But I if we could all just, you know, take a moment to really look at this, there's a bigger picture going on, and it's not pretty. So um, besides this diabetes, it's also a type 3 diabetes that we call it, and that's what affects the brain, um, and that leads to dementia and Alzheimer's and cognitive decline and even cognitive decline in in young people as well. Um, So we can go into Halloween and enjoy the holiday. Um, There are healthier alternatives, and I'm not talking about giving out pencils and pads and stickers um, because lots of people don't want to do that. For Halloween time, and I actually put, um, I have a blog on my website, but I also put the chart up on my business page on Facebook, and it shows a comparison of the unhealthy candies 
to the healthier organic ones. Now, they still will have some cane sugar. It will be organic, but it won't have all these other things. Like perhaps we don't know that M&Ms um, and Kit Kats and Mounds and Snickers and Reese's and Wild musketeers and Twix and Milky Ways, all those type of candies and Skittles, um, all of them actually, not only do they have sugar, they have something called glyphosate, which causes cancer. Um, They have something called um, genetically modified ingredients, which causes inflammation. But they also have lead and mercury and arsenic and food dyes. So um, in one of my blogs, I do show the amount of the arsenic and the lead and the mercury. We're not even talking about sugar yet. We're talking about all these other things. How is this legal? (laughs) (laughs) Well, how does it get on the market? That's. That's the FDA approving whenever you see something that has blue one lake, yellow six, red 40, yellow five, uh, blue two, you know, any of these dyes, they have arsenic and lead and mercury in them. And then we go further and these are genetically modified they have glyphosate, and then they have all these artificial flavors. So it's really not, it, it's just all, it's all fake, um, and it's all toxic. But if you want to purchase something, I, I mean, I was at CVS the other day, and they actually have organic lollipops. They have organic candies that don't have any of the dyes that don't have the lead, the mercury, the arsenic. Again, they do have some sugar in them, but not as much. They don't have the glyphosate, and they don't have the genetically modified organisms. So you can actually um, serve a Halloween candy um, and have it be healthier than what's out there. So that's that's awareness, and like. And I think that would be one great thing to start. Another thing, if we want to talk about a real, um, it it is, I think, an eye-opener where research came out that shows junk food causes cancer. So they're not mincing words here. Um, The scientists Mm -hmm. have linked junk food to cancer. So, I mean, it's, it's really, uh, it's not a joke, you know. We are what we eat, and we should really um, treat our body with the utmost respect because we're here for a reason, and we want to enjoy ourselves, and we want to be successful in our careers and have, you know, good times with our family and friends. And we really should take as much time and investment in what we are eating. And then if we do our exercise and we have a positive mindset, we can really reach higher levels in all aspects of our lives. But if you look at, you know, so many people have cancers today. um, And, 
you cannot say it's a genetic thing. Like we we hear that a lot with um, autism and autism-related disorders. They they try to link it to a gene. You know. Meanwhile, the numbers are increasing. Well, our genes are not the same. Same thing with the cancers. So, what's the common denominator? Could it be what we're drinking? Could it be what we're eating? Could it be the way our food is processed? Um, so, I always like. To uh, have a person say, when you're about to eat something, ask yourself, what is this going to do for me? It's uh, true, though. No, the the food is the foundation of, of our fuel, and it direct, directly has a bearing on our mood, on our motivation, and it, it colors how we go through life. 100%. And, you um, know... I know that, Mike, we mentioned about, you know, like stressed out times, um, and sometimes the holidays create a lot of stress for many individuals. Um, We can have dysfunctional families, or we can just be trying to balance work and the work schedule, Um, if you have kids, school schedule, all these different deadlines and responsibilities, and then, you know, getting together for the holidays. And from a biomedical standpoint, we do see certain markers. When I run functional medicine testing, um, you know, we check over about 74 markers of how the body is functioning. And the adrenal system is, you know, responsible, a big part of how one handles stress. And then nutritional deficiencies also play into that and also dictate what a person may crave. So what what um, I want to bring to everyone's attention is if you're going through a stressful time, um, especially with all the storms that have happened lately, people have been displaced, um, especially with the holidays coming up, uh, especially if you're in uh, colder weather as well and the sun's not out, there are certain things that you may have imbalanced at this time. And one is we go to the gut. So the gut really, our GI tract is our second brain. It dictates mood. So you always want to have a really quality probiotic. Um, The other thing is your vitamin C is crucial, but here we go again, is, you know, about 98% of all vitamin C supplements are from corn, and yet the label will say does not contain corn because they remove the protein of the corn, but it's derived from it. So you want to get a quality vitamin C, and you that's a water-soluble supplement, so you may need to take that twice a day. It all depends how low you are in that. And then B6 is a very important vitamin when you're dealing with a lot of stressful times in your life. And then we talk about adrenal system with our neurotransmitters, our serotonin, our dopamine, all the good, the ones that regulate our mood. So there are um, certain markers that are definitely in balance when we're dealing with stress. And then cortisol, which is actually a hormone 
that also can affect our sleep with melatonin. So you really want to look at your whole lifestyle when you're under a lot of stress and and uh, supplement, you know, C's and B6. And, and if you're not getting sleep, either the melatonin, if you're getting a lot of belly fat because you're not sleeping and um, cortisol management is something that would be helpful. And then if you're really getting sugar cravings, you may actually have candida overgrowth, which is a big issue. And that's just that that spirals at this time of year as well. Um, so, were you trying to say something quick, I wanted to touch I, I was just I was trying to touch base real quick to go back to dyes, the dyes in the food um, that was kind of fascinating to me. Um, when I was a kid growing up, uh, as far as I can remember, when I had Skittles or when I had ketchup, I would break up in this red, really bad rash in yep. my face every single time. I didn't have any physical symptoms, but I'd always break out in that rash. And when I tried to have soda at first, like years ago, I uh, thought the healthy alternative was going to be to switch to those little zero-calorie squirt drinks that you see all of them you put in your water and you know I, I like to have flavor so I kind of overload more than probably I should on those things but it got to a point where a couple of years ago I started getting this belly pain this sharp pain that was just ungodly you thought maybe you had to go to the bathroom or, or whatever was going on but then just I deal with it for two hours and it would go away and then it would happen again and I went to my doctor and I guess the dye in those juice drinks was causing severe pain in my stomach, like unbearable cramps. And I never thought something like like the little dyes in those little drinks could cause such excruciatingly painful cramps and belly aches. And there is something to those dyes that, like, from when I was a kid, yep. I think probably the red ones or whatever it was that just caused those your body to go out of whack. I couldn't believe it because you hear about these things, but I couldn't believe just such like a little ingredient could cause such an intense reaction in my, in my system. Yeah, you could have an allergic reaction from a food dye, and it could be mild to severe, and you can get headaches, hives, itchy skin, and you could get flushing of the skin as well. And and if it's a severe reaction, you could actually get tightness in the chest, difficulty breathing, dizziness, fast heartbeat is very popular, swelling of the face or the lips. Um, and then it could also affect your blood pressure, um, and lots of people feel a tightness in their throat. So mm-hmm. just a little dye can do horrible things because it's not just dye. It's, so it's artificial, right? We have to see where it's, what it's created from. But then also it, you, know, you could have a reaction to the arsenic, to the mercury, the lead. There's so many things um, and it's just bad. So it's good that you were able to make the connection. This is what I'm talking about when I always say people should do food journaling because you make that connection. You see the pattern. You are smart enough to see this pattern and know I need to avoid these food dyes because I have this negative reaction. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, talking to you kind of like – Put that, you know, you put that in your head because I, I've had little issues here and there with certain foods that I eat, 
but you're never thinking in terms of patterns. You never you're just eating, and then you're dealing with the consequences and stuff. I never kind of took the time to try to think of how I felt after I eat. And I think it was like a year or so ago we we actually talked about that very same thing. And I started to kind of you know put connections to when I'm feeling terrible or when I'm feeling kind of off or, or kind of shitty or kind of you know foggy. And then when you start thinking that you and you actually kind of, you know, realize what you ate, and then the next time you realize it again, it really does kind of change your life, the way you can kind of pinpoint which foods just don't work for you. And it's 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 a consciousness that most people don't take the time to kind of, you know, try to figure out. And I know we talked about that last year, and that was something that I've actively done and, and I've tried to do, and, and you know, it, it weeds out things, and it kind of, you know, changes things. You can kind of fine-tune what your body needs and what it doesn't really do well with. Well, I'm proud of you for actually taking the step and implementing it because it's so important. Um, And this is why I always, I I tell everyone, you know, it's so important to write it down. I don't care if it's like, you know, if you want to handwrite it, if you want to um, put it on the computer, but this is is you make the connection, and once you make the connection, if there's enough pain associated with a food that is unhealthy for you, you will avoid it. But until you make that connection, you won't. And that's where we call mindful eating or mindless eating. But that's really in every aspect in life. We could be mindful of how we live our life, or we aren't. And if we are mindful with our eating, then we are on. And, you know, this goes back to if you're hungry and you're not prepared, you grab anything. But if you are prepared and you have either foods with you or you go to a place that offers healthy foods, or in your home you have food prepared for two or three days, when you're hungry, you go for the food. You could actually ask yourself that question that I always recommend people do to say, what is this food going to do for me? Is it going to nourish my body, my soul, my mind? You know, is it going to um, fuel my skin and my hair? Or is it going to go to all my problem spots? Is it going to give me terrible headaches? Is it going to make me feel lethargic afterwards? If we get into that mindset of asking ourselves, what is this going to do for us, we could actually take that to every aspect of our life, to our relationships, to our work, to every decision we make, because we have to get into the habit of making the best decisions for ourselves, and we're talking about eating healthy, but that really is the crux of living a healthy lifestyle. It's the core, Um, and, and that affects, it's a ripple effect into every area of our lives. So it's really important, and again, you know, think about long term. So many people, when they're young, they never know, you know, they may never think they're going to reach 50 or 60 or 70 or even beyond. But you don't want to go through life with dementia or Alzheimer's. You don't want to have diabetes. You, you want to try to avoid um, cancers and all these degenerative disorders. So if you know 
by living a healthy lifestyle, by exercising, by doing your yoga, right, by eating healthy, by getting sleep, by dealing with stress, if that's going to help your chances 80 to 90% of not getting disease, wouldn't you think you're worth it? Like I always come back to, are you worth it? I believe you're worth it. Don't you think you're worth it? You know, so it's 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 such a, uh, you know, when, when I talk about food, I talk about it on a higher level because it, that's really what it's all about. I mean, I could sit here and say, yeah, go gluten-free because gluten actually does cause inflammation in your body. Gluten is linked to cognitive decline later on in life. Gluten nowadays is loaded with glyphosate. I mean, I've been putting so many... Um, blogs and posts about glyphosate. I even put together an educational email with videos, um, and it's at nancyguberti.com backslash G for glyphosate, G test. And in this, you get a list of foods that are loaded with glyphosate. Glyphosate is linked to cancer. It's, you know, this is not made up. It's research. And actually, Monsanto just paid $289 million to a man who's dying of cancer. Oh. So it's oh. no joke. And uh, Nancy, didn't you say oatmeal has a lot of glyphosate in it? Yeah. I, I saw a post on oatmeal. So oats is the highest. And so out of all the foods out there of that they've tested, um, Cheerios is the highest glyphosate. But taking it even further, oh. they have tested Bob's Red Mill um, free oats, <laughs> and they were full of glyphosate. Wow. So it's very I mean, that's shocking. So wow. You, you know, like I offer this food list. It's all for free. I, I want to bring awareness. You know, there's <clears throat> only my little voice here trying to tell everyone, listen, yeah, go gluten, yeah. but go glyphosate-free. And worse things, Stacey, they don't label it nowhere. So you could go to Cheerio. You could go to the store and get Cheerios and think you're doing the right thing because the label mm. says does not contain genetically modified organisms, but right. loaded with glyphosate because it's not on the label. By law, it does not have to be labeled. It's very upsetting. Oh. Yeah. How about things like uh, brown rice and quinoa? Are they safer? Yeah. Oh, so, thank God. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> and and then people will be like, okay, well, what about brown rice? Doesn't it have arsenic? You know. So I say, okay, go organic. And um, yeah, there's going to be a little arsenic, but there's no glyphosate and quinoa. I mean, first we want to go organic wherever possible. And you know, if you buy in bulk, or you know, even I mean, honestly. Uh, Costco even carries organic products now as well. So um, there, is a, there is hope there, uh, even like Stop and Shop. They offer Trader Joe's offers. So mm -hmm. there are ways where we can do this. Um, and if we are 
eating these type of foods as opposed to processed foods, we don't even uh, we don't hunger as much as we do with processed foods. Because remember, processed foods they put natural flavoring in that excites your taste buds, so you want more. more. So you. You could go to like a McDonald's or a Chinese restaurant and you could eat and then like two hours later you could be starving because the your taste buds have been excited by this natural flavor. So the, the more you have processed food, the hungrier you get and you can't uh, satisfy your need for food. But if you have natural food, organic food, where I like to call the single ingredients, you know, like you have the quinoa, um, you have your rice, you eat a, a protein, um, you have a vegetable, you even have a, a fruit, those are single ingredients. They're not processed. If you have that, that natural flavoring that excites your taste buds is not there, so you do get fuller faster. Um, Nancy, this some of this is on my website, but I don't know if I've shared this with you. I will cook brown rice or quinoa, mix it with some almond milk and vanilla, Vitamix it, and voila, you've got a gorgeous hot cereal that's it's super healthy. There's you can add whatever kind of sweetener you'd like, um, hemp hearts, and it's such a wonderful uh, either breakfast or snack. It's very nourishing, and there are uh, none of those those bad things that you talked about. So that's a, that's an alternative if people are really into their oatmeal. Yeah, I mean quinoa is amazing, even brown rice. But you know, quinoa has so many, um, and I've you know I've seen on your Instagram. So everyone should be following Stacy on her Instagram to see what she makes. Absolutely amazing. Get the cookbooks as well, and her latest book. Everything is so important because um, quinoa hydrates you. So um, it's really, really good, especially if you want something warm. Even if you want something cold, you could chill it. Um, that's a great alternative. I would definitely skip the oats for that as well. Yeah, and I want to, going back to sugar, you know, there's so many people who, let's face it, it tastes good. Uh, it excites the taste buds. It makes us feel better for a few minutes or seconds. But for those who want to start weaning themselves off, it's it's almost impossible to go cold turkey. But what are some of the methods that you recommend for eating less of it and transitioning? Um, like I, I had dates for dinner, or not dinner, for dessert. I baked some dates. Uh-huh. And you know, they're high in sugar, but they're natural. They've got some vitamins and fiber. And I... I turn to things like that when I'm craving sweets. So what, what do you, how do you recommend people distance themselves from the hardcore white stuff? So that's, that's a great question. So first I would assume, and I know we, we shouldn't use the word assume, but um, if you're really addicted to sugar, you probably have a candida overgrowth and you probably have a uh, bad ratio of your um, good and bad bacteria. 
So you definitely want to get a probiotic, quality probiotic, and I would even look into um, reducing candida. There are supplements to do that. Um, but for alternatives, right? So I personally like organic stevia. I love the one from Whole Foods, um, their brand 365 Whole Leaf. Um, there's research that actually shows that the Whole Leaf Stevia um, helps kill bacteria and helps with Lyme disease as well. So that's just like a side benefit. Um, I would, like your dates, would rather have that than have candy. And it does have B vitamins and other nutritional um, benefits. Um, I like to thinly slice a really crunchy apple and uh, pour cinnamon on it and sprinkle um, sliced almonds with that. I like to make a chocolate mousse with avocados. Um, you can make what we call these paleo brownies that have um, the cocoa and eggs and, um, and some either almond milk or coconut milk and then just whip it together and, and bake it. Um, there, so there are ways to be satisfied. Sometimes you just want that little piece of dark chocolate, and, and that mm -hmm. provides you with serotonin. You, um, if you crave chocolate, you may be deficient in magnesium. So it's not like, you know, we don't want you to have anything sweet this time of year, pomegranates. I mean, I think those things are like candy, personally. Um, uh, there's certain fruits that you could have. Another go-to that I like is a smoothie that um, I actually use um, unsweetened coconut milk and strawberries and unflavored pea protein. And I use the stevia to sweeten it as well. And not only are you um, getting protein, but it fills you up, and it's very sweet. You could do that with blueberries. Um, you could add the cocoa to it if you like chocolate. You could even add an avocado. I like to add avocados in smoothies over bananas um, just because it's a healthy fat and it doesn't have a high glycemic index like bananas. So I would do smoothies. I would do a fruit. Um, you could even bake a fruit, bake pears, bake apples, um, things like that. If you have portion control issues, then I wouldn't recommend, um, like if you have a baked apple and you could put a tablespoon of the cashew um, ice cream in it to melt it, you know, and that tastes amazing. Everything complements each other, then that's great. But if that's going to trigger an eating frenzy, then I would not do that. So, again, it's all about mindful eating and knowing what may trigger something. And if you keep a food journal, you'll see this as well. But we all do want something to, um, you know, after a meal, and, and you can have it as long as you can um, control it. Those are fantastic uh, ideas. Recommendations. I, I use those all the time in my own life. So I can vouch for them. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, absolutely. And 
uh, just a quick recommendation. I don't know if you've seen this at all. Um, John Oliver, he's a comedian last week tonight on HBO, a couple years ago did uh, one of his deep dive segments, which is about 20 minutes long worth of just like, you know, it's, it's, it's deep information that's accessible to the masses via some comedy, but it actually contains a lot of information. He did a really great deep dive on the sugar industry and uh, just sugar in general and the health uh, effects. So if you guys uh, are looking for kind of a little humorous little uh, kind of 20-minute segment, uh, if you go on YouTube and look up John Oliver's sugar industry, there's a great, great little segment about there. And uh, it just um, also highlights the, the way that they are able to actually disguise how much sugar is via the label, you know, the added sugar or no added sugar, um, you know, uh, kind of uh, way outs and stuff like that. But um, I was watching it the other day, which is kind of funny that you said that you were mentioning that. And um, there, the health aspects, uh, obviously the obesity and the diabetes and stuff, but it was fascinating. I told you before we came on the air today how fascinated I was by the, the mental and the cognitive uh, issues that sugar causes. And you talked about trying to wean off sugar. I tried to at one point. And they just, I, it, it was, it was like a drug for me. It was almost like detoxing, a, like a rehab facility. I, I was miserable. I was antsy. I was aggravated. I was unkind. I was bad mood. And then when you get back on the sugar after being on it for a few days, you really kind of understand how much of a comprehensive, just like way that it affects your body, your mind, your physical aspect. You don't really realize it on a day-to-day basis, but once you kind of cut that out for a few days and then reintroduce sugar in your life, it feels like you've taken a drug. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, They were actually brain images and scans that showed sugar looked as addictive as cocaine on the brain images. So you are right to say there is a detox when you go through it, just like a drug. It affects the dopamine, the neurotransmitter that affects our adrenal system. And that's our reward feeling of the body. It also leads to compulsive behavior. Um, So when someone is When someone says, I'm addicted to sugar, it is 100% true. Lots of times, if someone is detoxing from alcohol, they will then get really heavy into sugar. So it affects the reward um, section of our brain, and the brain images are very similar to a person on cocaine. This is powerful. You know, um, it's really very, very powerful. And this is why, like Stacy mentioned, you know, to go cold turkey, lots of people can't handle that because it's, there's a real biomedical aspect to it and there's a detox um, and sometimes it's just too much and then, but if you can do it and then you get back to it, you do feel the difference. I mean, there's mental fogginess that happens when we are addicted to sugar. It does affect all aspects of your body. Um, so 
it's it's a problem, and then it's going to affect the mood. It's going to affect, um, you know, if we take away, yes, the diabetes, the weight gain, the bloated stomach, um, that all happens as well. Um, it actually could wrinkle the skin because it's it's definitely sugar is not anti-aging, to say the least. So, but the bigger issues is really the uh, effect it has on our our mind. It does take I, over. And that's yeah, and I, I think it boils down to it, we, our bodies are just not designed to process that white refined sugar. They're just not. And, you know, if you do it long enough, year after year, eventually there's going to be a domino effect with the health, which is exactly why these techniques you mentioned, you know, the smoothies with the avocados, um, you know, the, the stevia, the uh, you know, alternative sweeteners that are natural but won't spike your blood sugar. These natural things uh, are body-friendly, and they're not going to taste as sweet. I mean, I can tell you that, but that's part of the transition. I mean, you've you got to reacclimate the palate. You've got to reacclimate, you know, not relying on that sweet hit to feel better because that's an emotional part of it. And it's a process. And definitely I don't recommend trying to do too much at once. Just make some small changes. You know, like I, I sweeten my hot cereal um, with, with dates. Um, that's a small step you can make, and they taste delicious. So uh, it's all about like really trying to look at it from the whole picture. Like what does my body really want? And maybe I can start with that. Exactly. And just to give some time behind the gut, right? So if we think about the sugar and we think about our mood and we think about addictions, we can definitely create it with our food. So 50% of our body's dopamine and 90% of our body's serotonin is produced in the gut, along with 30 other neurotransmitters. So the best way to combat these sugar addictions is to manipulate what's in your gut and to make sure you have beneficial bacteria and, um, you know, don't go for the simple carbohydrates as well. I would highly recommend looking at Stacy's Instagram and her cookbooks because she gives you recipes and she shows you what you, you know, could be eating that tastes really good. And in going on your advice of, you know, go, you know don't do it all at once, I would recommend choosing, you know, which one is your worst meal. If breakfast is the worst one, if you're eating the typical American breakfast, which, God forbid, it's Cheerios, you know, chuck that right away and go to uh, Stacey's quinoa and rice uh, recipe. Because if so, if breakfast is the worst, then focus on breakfast for a week, if you could, you know, if, if a week is too overwhelming, too little of time and it's overwhelming, then focus on that for two weeks or three weeks. But, you know, a month should be enough. And then move on to lunch or dinner or snacks. So, again, you know, evaluate your day and look at where you're getting the most sugar, 
where you're not eating protein, where you're just eating too many simple carbs. And if you are gluten-free, that's great. But if you're having gluten-free cookies and gluten-free bread and gluten-free waffles and gluten-free pancakes and you're not getting nutrients um, from the other one, you know, single ingredient meals, then you would want to work on that as well. So I would just pick breakfast, lunch, dinner, or snacks, or your beverages. If you're drinking sodas, if you're drinking Gatorade, I mean, God, Gatorade is just awful. You have blue dyes, this dye, that dye. Where do you think they're getting their color from? So you want to look at that as well. Um, because it's not doing your body or your mind or your future any good. Right. NancyGuberte.com, of course, and StacyMorris.com. They're such great resources. Um, to be honest with you, you know, you you talk to someone about quitting sugar, like altogether cutting out sugar. Most people look at that as an extreme move, which just shows what kind of society we live in. If so, if you told someone. I'm going to try to detox off of cocaine or start quit alcohol. It would be, you know, wonderful, awesome. But people look at something like sugar as like, oh, that's extreme. You know, that's the way our society is built. And honestly, I, being somebody who's, who's in the past tried to quit sugar, our lifestyle and our, our world isn't built for somebody who is looking to do that. Everywhere there's just hidden sugars or it's just all over the place or they make it hard for you to find stuff. So having those resources of like Stacy's website and Nancy's website is, is kind of allowing people to kind of live these lives in a more, uh, you know, uh, complete way because 20 years ago before the Internet and before we had access to this, I know the, the food was different, but it's, it would, you know, you're very limited when you're cutting out sugar. Our society is not built or designed to kind of work with somebody who's trying to do that, which is kind of, says a lot about the world we live in. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it, it's amazing to me while we're having this conversation, I'm sitting back and I'm listening and I'm thinking just how much all of our decisions around food and sugars and all this, how much is based in autopilot thinking or autopilot decisions. We are living a very fast life, and how many people now just run out to a fast food place to get a meal instead of learning how to cook? You're so correct. I mean, if we are, right? it's mindless. That's what it, that's yeah. what it's all about, yeah. mindful and mindless. We should think of food as nourishment. And and actually, you know, when people uh, say or organic eating is expensive, I tell you right now, processed food is expensive because what you're getting from it, you're getting disease, and you're going to have to pay for medications, or you're, um, you know, you're going to be hungry soon after, and you know, you could even keep track of finances that way as well to see which way is more cost-effective, but how do you feel? But we are just on autopilot in everything. Yeah, and yeah. Have to be. We really don't. And you could, and it's not, you know, once you get into the rhythm, look, we all have to go shopping, right? So just right. go shopping for healthier stuff. And then batch your food. You know, you could make uh, several days' worth of food and have 
the healthy stuff to choose. Like this time of year, I mean, apples are, you know, plentiful. You could make apple pie. You don't need a crust. <laughs> you know, you do not need to add sugar to any apple pie. Put cinnamon. If you like nutmeg, do that as well. I use coconut milk. I don't, you know, you, it tastes amazing. You could do right. raw apple pie. You could That's do what any. I do. So, I mean, there are so many things. Like, you know, Stacy mentions dates for like a raw apple pie type of thing. I would use dates and figs, put them in a food processor, and then put a bunch of pecans and um, and almonds and and just blend all of that and make an amazing crust that you put at the bottom and then dice and you know, cut up your apples and just let it all blend together. And it's just right. great. You don't need anything. Yes. <laughs> I'm so sorry to cut you off, Nancy. But, you know, and I mean, that this is really, it, it's, I don't know, it amazes me because we seem to have gotten into the habit of consuming dead calories, like just empty calories. There's nothing, it's, the only thing it's rich in is chemicals. Right. Disease. What, what, right. What do you think that's going to do to your body? Yeah. It's a big problem, and I do believe that mental health nowadays is, um, there is a, and it may come out years from now, but I do believe that there is, um, it could get exasperated with our yeah. new deficiencies and the processed foods we do there are no studies that show all of these dyes all of these chemicals look if Mike's body got an outward uh, chemical reaction what's going on inside what goes on with the neurons what goes on with right. the neurotransmitters that are located in the stomach there's no research that shows but something's gone wrong that we have so many addictions be it to opiates be it to sugar be it to cocaine whatever recreational drug and then there's lots of um, mental health and there's lots of cancers and disease Something went wrong. Mm -hmm. And this is why I like to provide awareness because with awareness, there's empowerment. With yeah. knowledge, there's power. power. If you have all the awareness and all the empowerment and all the knowledge and then you still choose not to respect your body, then, then okay. But at least you have the opportunity to know everything. And, and right. that's, that's, that's the mission. <laughs> so no longer is it a mistake, it's a decision. Exactly. Right. I love it. Uh, that's, that's, that's perfect. And, uh, of course, you, you, you have that, you know, you offer these things on your website, Nancy, you on your Instagram, of course, stacymorris.com. Um, you, uh, I know you do one-on-one -on -one counseling. You also have uh, an 11-week program that you, uh, that you start uh, pretty regularly. Um, and for anyone who's, who's kind of listening to this and overwhelmed, because it is overwhelming, anything that sure. you want to do to change yourself that's any kind of significant is overwhelming because for 35 years I've lived a way that, you know, I've been trained to live or my, my parents brought me up. You really have to relearn and re kind of relearn how to live your life when it comes to food. 
Um, but there are tools like Nancy's website, and there are resources like Stacy's website, and there are things out there that makes this so it's not impossible and you're not alone. Um, so it is overwhelming for anyone who's willing to, you know, kind of make that jump. But I think kind of probably sitting in the hospital, you know, fighting off cancer or, or illness or sickness or seeing loved ones you care about die along the way, that seems a lot more um, overwhelming to me, if you ask me. Exactly. Absolutely. Nobody nobody does it alone. you got to have support and sound knowledge. And uh, definitely also check out Nancy's Instagram because she does a lot of good salad porn. And she gives great ideas for, for healthy uh, salads and side dishes. Remarkable stuff I wouldn't think of. <laughs> Thank you. I try to promote share the products, great products. <laughs> that are not on commercials, <laughs> you know, small companies. I, I, I check out that salad porn, but my mom won't let us. Huh? Come on. <laughs> uh, on that note, thank you guys so much for being here. I can't believe just the time flew by. Um, Nancy, oh my gosh. Um, Stacy. We're we're gonna tease midweek. We're gonna pull some stuff together. We got a special episode. I think we're working on pulling together for next week that reunites some of the uh, classic DDP Radio lineup. Uh, we've been doing this a long time. We've had a lot of help along the way. A lot of different people in and out, kind of taking the helm of this program. And and uh, we're gonna try to get together, have a little bit of a reunion before the holidays. So uh, that should be a lot of fun too. But thank you guys so much for being here. Um, we appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. StacyMorris.com, NancyGuberte.com. Definitely check out those resources. They're they're so worth it, and there's so much information that you can use to better your life and just be a better, healthier person. Um, Crystal, we got like yeah. uh, two minutes. You have a quote for us? Of course I do, and it's a good one today. Just because you're not sick doesn't mean you're healthy. Oh, that's that is powerful. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's nice. eye-opening. Yeah, I thought it was fitting. <laughs> it, it is. It is so true, and uh, that's why uh, we, we do this show, and that's why we have guests on like uh, Stacy and Nancy, and that's why we have Crystal to read you awesome quotes because sometimes that those tid- tidbits of information while obvious, kind of sit under the radar and need someone like Crystal to kind of dig them up uh, out of a chunk of ice and thaw it out and display it for us for all to see. So thank you guys so much. (laughs) Uh, We'll be back next week, brand new episode of DDP Radio Live. Thank you guys. Have a great week, a productive week. Remember to own it and remember to never, ever, ever, ever give up. NancyGuberta.com, StacyMars.com. Check it out. That's all I'm going to send you. See you. Checked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work and, most importantly, own your life. This is 
Crystal, you can send the emergency beaver home. 